0: Today we study the 14th chapter of the Rambam's Hilchot Tefillah. In these last two chapters, the Rambam focuses on the mitzvah of Nisiat Kapayim, the priestly blessing, which we perform on Shacharit, Musaf, on a uh, on a daily basis or on a weekly basis. And in this parak, in the 14th parak, the Rambam details the basic outlines and contours of this of this mitzvah. First of all, when do we do uh, Berachat Kohanim? We do it specifically during Shacharit and Musaf and uh, and ilah. And sometimes, in rare occasions, do we do it like on a tanit? Do we also do it during uh, during mincha as well? Um, the Raman focuses on differences between the nesiat time as it was performed in the Beit Hamikdash as well as during tefillah. What we do is modeled after what they did in the Beit Hamikdash. The Kohanim used to get up on the duchan and bless the people during the tamid shachar, during the offering of the daily sacrifice. And today we do this during the part of avodah in the uh, in the Amidah. And uh, it also, by the way, makes sense that the Rambam is talking about this now at the end of Hilchot Tefillah because at the end of the Amidah is when we bring in Pirchot right? Wedged between, uh, right during Sim Shalom and at the end of Tefillah, Ben Avodan, Sim Shalom. And so it really it really fits in at this point in Hilchot Tefillah because it mirrors the way that Pirchot Kohanim was performed in the Ben Amidash and the way that we do it in Tefillah itself. Uh, there are a number of Halachot that the, uh, the Rambam talks about. Um, for example, how the Koanim turn around, the brachot that they make, how they're called. When we have one or two or more kohenim, we call we call a kohen. Um, the way they would do this in the Beit Hamikdash, they recite all all the brachot, sort of uh, together without main, Whereas during the Beit Knesset, we have a break in between each of the three brachot, and we say we say main uh, These are the halachot that the details specifically in this parak. Now, I want to deal with a larger question: the very mitzvah of the the Rama already told us in the beginning of this, this set of halachot that there are two mitzvot in this section. One is l'avorat Hashem to and the second one is kohanim The kohanim should bless the Jewish people every single day. What is the nature of this mitzvah? Is this an obligation on the kohanim to bless, or is there a perhaps a parallel, complementary obligation on behalf of the Jewish people to receive the blessing? Do we need to go, for example, do we need to go out of our way, and practically, do we need to go out of our way to go hear a Birchat Konim? If I'm diving in a minyan where there's no Kohen and there's not going to be Birchat Kohanim, should I leave that minyan and go to the next minyan that starts in the next 15 minutes? If I already received the Birchat Konim, should I go to the next minyan upstairs to receive a second Birchat Konim? What is my obligation as a Yisrael to receive the blessing of the Kohanim? And here we have a, uh, a well-known opinion of the Sefer HaChavidim, one of the early Balitos folk. Uh, this opinion is also quoted in the Be'er Halachas, Siman in Kavcherenet Shari The Sefer Ha'aridim says that not only do the Kohanim have an obligation to bless, but the Yisraelim, we have an obligation to receive the blessing. This idea is also enumerated in the Bahag, uh, Ibal counting of the mitzvot. Amongst the mitzvot that he discusses, in which there's a communal obligation, he says it's to receive the blessing of Berchat Kohanim. The Reivid the Rambam's great interlocutor in another one of his works also mentions the following idea, which we don't follow halakha lemaseh, that if a, if, a, if a wife of a Kohen is, uh, is menstruating, if she is nida, he is, Einu yachol he is not able to do berchat Kohanim that day. Why this is the case is a separate discussion, but the point is the Rivid's language that you cannot help fulfill the community's obligation. This sounds like the community has an obligation to receive the, uh, the blessing. This opinion is not agreed upon by all. The Ritvan Masachat the Flam Ralef says explicitly, there is no obligation for Jews to receive Berchat Khanim. The Kohanim need a bless, but the uh, Yisraelim do not necessarily have an obligation to receive the blessing. Though Of course it's recommended, but uh, but there's no absolute obligation. Now, Rav Vais, in an essay in Sefer Menchat Asher, on Parashat Naso, tries to understand according to the sefer chayadim what is the nature nature of this mitzvah what role do the do the israelim the, the community play in receiving the brachat, the brachat khanim? He brings two different opinions the first is quoted in the name of mahari asad and he says that based on this interpretation the jewish people the israelim in the community they they, they 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 it's like an assist like in basketball that one person passes the Oregon soccer, one person passes, the second person scores, you get an assist for the pass that enables the other person to score. The konim are the ones who are scoring. They're shooting the shot, they're kicking the ball into the net, but we're missayeah. We assist them, we help them. It's similar to the role that a woman plays in uh, the ritzvah uh, preruvu. That a man has an obligation to perform the mitzvah of per but uh, women also have an obligation uh, in the sense that they're obviously assisting, obviously playing an integral biological role in this uh, in this process, but they have no outright obligation because, according to at least to the Meshach because of the pain involved. Second explanation is that of the Khatam Sofer, that it's not just that Yisraelim, that we in the community are assisting the Kohanim, but we have our own mitzvah to receive the blessing of the Kohanim. And he brings us a proof that, the, uh, we're told the Gemara says that if a Kohanim did Birchat Kohanim once in one day, they can actually go and bless, then go again and bless to Birchat Kohanim in another community, another minyan. They can do this multiple times. What's the basis for this? The Khatam Sofer explains it's because uh, they are helping the community to fulfill their obligation of receiving the blessing of the uh, of the Kohanim. The uh, there is a practical nafgamina here. And that is in Yalkut Yosef Siman Kuv Kafchet, Ravad Yosef writes that uh, that if a person is in a minyan without a kohen, it might not be a terrible thing to go to the next minyan. If a person wants to fulfill this opinion, there may be uh, there may be even uh, some form of an obligation to do so. Uh, he says, He says, you could do it so long as you're not the one leaning, you're not, you're not preventing the people in your minyan right now from uh, from davening. What do I believe is the message from this, uh, this halacha? I think the message is as follows, that uh, you know it's important not only to bless others, not only to give of ourselves to others, but it's also important to know how to receive a blessing. Sometimes people give us a compliment, and we either, you know, we sort of dismiss it, or we ignore it, or we sort of push back, no, what you're saying is not true, you know, what you're saying, no, and, and the ability to sometimes to say, wow, thank you so much for acknowledging that. I so appreciate you saying that. That's really, it's, it's important to know how to receive a compliment, how to receive a blessing, and to use that in a way that doesn't make it go to our head. We shouldn't become arrogant or boastful because other people recognized, uh, you know, our potential or our abilities. It should be used as a tool to, to better ourselves to bring more blessing to the world. So we receive the blessing, but it's in order to spread that bracha out to uh, to others. And that, I believe, is the message of this Sudya. I wish yes. you a great day, Cultiv.